Welcome to Week 15 Podcast. Here, fantasy football season is now. We aren't just trying to make the playoffs. We're here to win them. Week 15 listeners, what's up? We got a special one for you. Today, we're going to do our first ever mock draft. Mock draft episode. In the podcast, we got a special guest here. Dylan, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This is Dylan Buck. He is the answer to a whole bunch of my like passwords. Who's your first college roommate? Dylan Buck. Hey. <laughs> He's here. Yeah. He's here. Dylan and I like to exclude everybody else in our league and play in the championships against each other every year. Didn't work out for us this year. Tyler made it. But, you know, yeah. good times. Happy to have you, Dylan. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, like always, we're going to start the episode with some wins. Tyler, talk to me. Give me some wins from this week. Yeah, so we just got back from vacation, like I mentioned last week. Uh, had a great time with the family in Tennessee. Uh, we stayed in a resort called the Dream More Resort. It is owned by Dolly Parton, and then we got to go to Dolly World. It was a great time. Rode coasters with my oldest. She's a daredevil. Nice. Had no idea that that was going to happen, but she rode everything she was allowed to ride. Dude, upside down, low. 200 foot drops, everything. Beast she low. was right there. So that that is definitely my shout name. out to Emmy. Johnny, give me a win. Yeah. So this it's funny. This weekend was like the most chill weekend like ever. It was kind of our first weekend without baseball. Um, like our Saturday, we just kind of like never had any plans develop. And then on, we got there and we were like, let's just like chill all day. And that's what we did. It was awesome. We had a great time hanging out with the boys, hanging out with my wife. So, like, we don't get a lot of weekends like that. So, I, that's my win because it's probably never going to happen again for, like, the rest of my life. <laughs> it, was, it was a win. There it was go. a win. Dylan, yeah. talk to me. Give me a win. Yeah, so the win for my week was I got to spend some uh, close one-on-one time with my daughter. My wife left town for a couple days, so it was the first time we got to spend some Daddy duties. Time. That's yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So we did all the fun stuff, make a wreck of the house. Nice. Forks, Classic. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Classic. So Real question, did you get it cleaned up by the time Brooke got home? Not all of it. Oh, I was going to say. I'll be honest, not there, all Because there's it, two yeah. questions there, right? There's did you get it cleaned up, and did you get it cleaned up to her standards? Right. Because, right. like, that's my, I mean, my wife, I'll be like, yeah, clean the house. She looks around like. You did nothing. <laughs> you put the pillows back on the couch. Yeah. You feel good about that? <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. This podcast is a So Will I Studios production. So Will I Studios is a podcasting brand founded by my wife and I. We plan on launching multiple podcasts this year, each with the intention of promoting positivity and critical thinking. This brand will cover over each podcast. We will have one YouTube channel, So Will I Studios. There will also be one Instagram account that links to all of the others. Follow us on Instagram at so.will.i.studios. We are so excited for this new journey. We can't wait to share with you. All right, well, we're going to jump in right into this mock draft. Um, Before we do, we're going to talk a little draft strategy. All right, Tyler's going to kind of lead us through what this mock draft is going to look like and give you a little bit of his thoughts. Okay, so we are going to do a mock draft today. We are doing a 12-team half PPR. We are going to be – the starting lineup is going to be one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, one tight end, and two flex. We are not doing a kicker or a defense um, just for the sake of our podcast and our feelings towards the kicker position and defenses. I think defenses are fun in Dynasty, but for redraft, not a big fan. Um, And then, you know – we're going to go through, like I said, 12-team PPR. My draft strategy, I kind of use the hero RB approach. So I like to get a cornerstone running back and then load up on wide receivers. I will usually try to dra- draft some um, good running backs later to kind of fill out the position. But I like to have 
a, a pass-catching heavy roster when I'm doing redraft. So, Johnny, do you have a specific draft strategy that, that you have for uh, redraft specifically? Yeah, I, I like to have a fleet of running backs. Um, my thought on that is always, like, you know, if I can get two guys that are scoring 20-plus points at running back, like, on a consistent basis, then I can kind of fill everything out. Um, but even, like, with a flex, and especially specifically in this mock draft, we have two flexes. Two flex. So it makes me even more want to be, like, running back, running back, running back, running back. Um, obviously, especially in a PPR, this is a half PPR, but especially in a PPR league, those those receivers um, can really rack them up. And so, like, if I'm doing a redraft, I like to go heavy running back and then go for maybe not the home run hitters, but, like, the possession guys. I'm thinking, like, later getting, like, Hunter Renfro, guys like that, where it's like I'm going to get double digits from these guys catching four-yard first downs in a game. Um but yeah, like in a in a redraft <clears throat> or in any any league really, I like a fleet of running backs. Dylan, talk to us. Yeah, so I like to approach it with a bal- a balanced approach, and um, yeah, I like to uh, stay fluid with it. In the first round, I'll I try to take the best available and then kind of build around that. So if I take a running back in the first round, I'll probably go three receivers after that, and nice. then say say for a later running back. If I go wide receiver first. I'll go running back second round and then fill out more wide receivers. But. A balanced approach. Yeah, balanced yeah. attack. Makes sense to me. I'm like, just like, nah. <laughs> All running backs. <laughs> All right, so once we start this mock draft, we're going to talk to you about kind of what we are going to do with our pick. We're going to talk to you about who's in consideration. Um, we have three people drafting, so that leaves nine computers. Um, Dylan is going to be drafting from the third spot. Johnny will be in spot seven, and... Uh, I took the 12. Um, so I'm going to get two players back-to-back, and then I'm going to have a really, really long break. Then I'll get another two, and then a break. Uh, we want to kind of showcase early drafting early, drafting middle, drafting late, because the approaches are different. You know, I am going to have to reach for some guys that I like, maybe take them ahead of their ADP, which is uh, average draft position, just because I like them, and I know they're not going to make it back to me. Whereas if Dylan reaches early... You know, he's that, that that could come back and bite him. And then Johnny can kind of set the tone for the board because he's right in the middle. So I highly encourage if you are a redrafter to do a lot of mock drafts because if you are in – Be prepared for all your positions. Yeah, all, all the positions. You yeah. need to know. And we did 12-team because that's normally standard. Um, we, we do a lot of 10-team leagues, but I know a lot of them out there are 12, so that's what we're going to go with. So whenever you guys are ready, I will – Dude, I'm ready. I'll shoot the oh, shots. I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> Again, Dylan's in the third spot. Yep. So the first two picks wow. were automatic. Travis wow. Kelsey. Travis Kelsey goes in. at the 101 to team one, followed by Justin Jefferson. And Dylan is on the clock. Dylan, walk us through. Yeah, so I'm just going to take CMC here, the top running back. I, I think he actually fell to me here. So 100%. I'm going to go CMC, and then I'll see what goes after that. Jamar Chase. Goes to Team 4, followed by Cooper Cup, and then Bijan Robinson. The Rook. I love it. <laughs> the Rook. All right, so, you know, last week on the podcast, we were ranking our running backs, um, and I mentioned that Derrick Henry was my running back one. Uh, you know, here I'm looking at the rankings, and he was, what was he like? Let's see, one, two. Well, there's already been two running backs taken, um, and there's still one, two, three. There's three guys still ahead of him. Three still ahead of him. But here I am at the seventh spot. He's my running back one. Do I think I'm going to get another shot at him? No, I don't. Um, yeah, he won't make it back to you. No, and I, I feel that way even if I had the first pick. I don't think that he would be there at 24. 
I believe he's my running back number one. I'm going to take him. I believe it's a reach. I admit that it's a reach here at seven. But, you know, when we're talking about all the benefits of the different running backs, when you look at the whole season, I think Derrick Henry is right there with everybody. When you look at his playoff schedule, which is what this podcast focuses on, which is what I'm focused on, he has the absolute biggest cakewalk he's in week 15, 16, 17. For that reason, he's my running back one overall, and I'm happy to take him at number seven. A little sound effect for you. So Johnny takes Derrick Henry, and then Austin Eckler goes, followed by Jonathan Taylor, Tyreek Hill to Team 10, and then Saquon Barkley. And now I am on the clock for two picks. Uh, the draft wizard is telling me either Nick Chubb for a running back or Stephon Diggs for a wide receiver. I'm not really thinking tight end here. I usually take a tight end if one falls to me. Uh, I'm not taking a quarterback in the first round. So I'm probably going to go running back, wide receiver. Uh, Kareem Hunt leaves Cleveland, and while I do believe they're going to bring in another guy to back him up, I really like Nick Chubb. He doesn't catch the ball a whole lot, but he he does uh, score quite a bit. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to draft Nick Chubb with the 112. And then I'm going to lock down my receiver position with the number one guy catching passes from Josh Allen. I'm going to take Stephon Diggs. Nice. Team 11 takes A.J. Brown, followed by Devontae Adams, and a quarterback goes to Team 9 in the <laughs> second round. Patrick Mahomes first off the board, and then Team 8 takes C.D. Lamb, and Johnny Keith is back on the clock with the 206. Yeah, easy decision for me here. Um, the best available is Josh Jacobs. You know, I think he's one of the top 10 backs in the league anyways, but I also have him on my list for uh, matchups in the playoffs. Um, again, I mentioned I want a fleet of running backs and getting two top 10 running backs. Um, I'm so happy with that. Josh Jacobs, my guy. Johnny takes Josh Jacobs, <clears throat> and then Amon Ross St. Brown goes to team six. Another quarterback in Josh Allen goes to team five, followed by Tony Pollard, who I really like, to team four. And Dylan is on the clock with the 210. Okay, so I'm looking at it here. I got my running back, workhorse running back in the first round. I'm going to go receiver here. And the top two here are Garrett Wilson and Jalen Waddell. I really like Garrett Wilson. Um, got Aaron Rodgers thrown to him now. Definite upgrade. Yeah, upgrade there. Waddle's great too. He had a great year last year. Didn't get in the end zone as much, but uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go J uh, Garrett Wilson here. Okay. For the Jets. He was my uh, third overall receiver looking at the playoffs. Yeah. I like him a lot. Aaron Rodgers throwing him the rock. Dylan takes Garrett Wilson, and then Mark Andrews goes to Team 2. Team 1 doubles up with Jalen Waddell and T. Higgins, so a couple of wide receiver twos for their respective teams, but very, very good. And then Team 2 takes the third quarterback off the board, which is Jalen Hurts, and Dylan is back on the clock with the 3.03. Back on the clock again. Okay, the best available right now is Brees Hall. I've got a running back and a wide receiver. Looking through here, Brees Hall, Najee Harris, Stevenson. Is this a best player available pick for you right here, Dylan? I'm, I'm thinking, thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I really wanted to go wide receiver here because I like to go wide receiver a few rounds in a row here, get that locked in. So this is telling you so, to take Chris Olave, who also gets a quarterback upgrade. Sure. Is he sure. in contention for you here? Um, not as much as DK Metcalf. Yeah. I like Metcalf a lot more than yeah. Olave. I think Olave is going to have a great year. But – so I think I'm just going to go with the one that I like the most with the, for a receiver, and that's DK Metcalf here. A little bit of a reach, but I'm going to stick with it. Stick with my gut. 
All right, Dylan takes DK Metcalf, and then Brees Hall does go off the board, followed by Najee Harris and Joe Burrow, which puts Johnny on the clock at 307. Will it be a running back? Yeah, you know, that was a rough little stint there because I would have gladly taken Najee Harris with my third pick as my third running back, especially in a league like this with two flexes. Um, you know, I said I wanted to fleet, and uh, Najee Harris ranks fairly, very highly for me. Uh, True workhorse. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was possible to get him in the third, and then when it was almost possible there, I was getting hyped about it. You know, I don't know if I would have taken a quarterback here in my third round, but if Joe Burrow would have been available and Najee Harris wasn't, I would have taken him. Uh, he's my QB number one overall, and it's not really close. Um, so to be able to lock that in, I probably would have taken it. But again, he came off the board the pick before mine. So I'm in one of those spots that you never like to be in, where uh, it looks like you're going to get one of your guys, and then you don't. Um, Are you tilting a little, Johnny? Are you on tilt? I'm, I'm, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm out Team of the six sniped you, and you are a little tilted. I'm tilted. So I'm looking at my available options here. You know, I got a lot of uh, uh, running backs that are, are, I believe, to be middle tier. There is a receiver that's down there that I value very highly, um, and that's Debo Samuel. Uh, I'm going to take him. He is, you know, one of my top five receivers for the season as well as for the playoffs. Um, when I compare him to some of the others. Uh, sure, there's guys that rank higher, but at this point, he's my best available receiver, and it's not close. So Johnny takes Debo Samuel with the 307, and then Chris Olave goes to Team 8, followed by Travis Etienne, Jameer Gibbs, and Devonta Smith. And I'm on the clock for two picks here. I currently have one running back and one wide receiver, uh, so I am going to trust my gut here. I really, really like uh, New England running backs. I am already heavily invested in Ramondre Stevenson. Um, and I think that being on the turn kind of changes my approach a little bit from the hero RB. Uh, so I've got it. I've kind of just got to take Dylan's approach and either take best player available or just balance it out. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in my second running back with Ramondre Stevenson. Then as I take a look through my options here, I could grab Ken Walker. Um, they did bring in Zach Charbonnet, so my expectations for him are a little tempered for the year. Best receiver available is um, Keenan Allen, who I am not very high on. Uh, this is kind of a wide receiver dead zone for me. Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins, who doesn't even have a team yet. So I might, let's see, tight ends available, TJ Hawkinson, quarterback, Lamar. This is kind of a reach. I don't really know who to take here. I am not going to go ahead and take a, a wide receiver because I don't really love any of these guys. So I'm going to go ahead and grab my quarterback here in round four. Give me Lamar Jackson and all of his new pass catchers. With the rushing upside, I'll lock in a quarterback. That way I don't have to worry about it later. I take Lamar Jackson, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins goes bunch of older wide receivers there. Joe Mixon goes to teammate. He was somebody I was thinking about. But yeah. I did just take Ramondre, and that puts Johnny on the clock at 4.06. Here I am on tilt again. Again. You were going to take Mixon? Absolutely. I was going to take Joe Mixon. When you Sorry. passed on him, I thought, he's down far enough. He's going to be there. And here he is again, not. So, you know, frustration on my end. You got sniped on both sides. I did. I'm going to get over it. Um, you know, as I'm looking at what's here available to me, um, you know, I like Kenneth Walker and I like Geno Smith leading that offense. Um, I don't know. Like he, he's, he's, I think he's, he's the best available. Um, I'm having a hard time, to be honest, picking between him 
and Alexander Madison. I really like Alexander Madison a lot. Um, he's the guy, right, in Minnesota now. Um, I would be shocked if Minnesota doesn't bring in somebody else to, like, maybe steal a couple carries here and there, but they obviously believe in him a lot. It's kind of a reach at this point now. Um, I, I don't know ahead. if Madison will make it back to you. Tell me, that, that's, what yeah, I, that's, that's where I'm at. Being in the middle. That's where I'm at. I'm going to be on tilt again. I'm not going to say it ever again for the rest of my life. I don't really know what it means. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick Alexander Madison. He's my guy, and uh, I liked him coming in. I'm going to go with him now. All right, Johnny reaches for Alexander Madison with a 406. Aaron Jones goes right after, and then a tight end, TJ Hawkinson, to Team 5, followed by my guy, Justin Fields, to Team 4. Dylan is on the clock with the 410. He has Christian McCaffrey, Garrett Wilson, and DK Metcalf. Walk us through your thought process here, Dylan. Okay, so I see uh, best available here is Kenneth Walker. So I've only got one running back. I've got two receivers. So I'm thinking running back here. Best available, showing me Kenneth Walker. I like him this year. I know he's got Zach Charbonnet coming in behind him. But I believe in the talent. I think they believe in Kenneth Walker. I think they'll go forward with him. So I'm going to go Kenneth Walker here. All right, Dylan takes Kenneth Walker with a 410. DJ Moore goes right after, followed by Calvin Ridley and Drake London. Miles Sanders goes to Team 2 just before Dylan, and he is back on the clock. Back on the clock here. I'm thinking... Either I'm thinking either Terry McLaurin or Damian Pierce here. And I'm not sure if I want to go running back or wide receiver between the two. Let's see. I know what I would do. Think so. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the receiver here. I like Terry McLaurin, number one in Washington. Let's see it. Terry McLaurin. All right, Terry McLaurin. And then J.K. Dobbins goes off the board, followed by Christian Watson and DeAndre Swift, and Johnny is back on the clock. <laughs> would you believe me if I told you that I was going to draft DeAndre Swift if he came Team to six. It, it would have been well my, done, team six. It would have been my fourth running back, which I wouldn't typically do. However, this league that we're mock drafting for right now has two flex. Um, my opinion on flex is always if, if you can get a quality running back in that flex position – then that's going to give you a leg up. Flex is usually, you know, the third best running back or third best receiver. If you have a solid running back in there, when you look at matchups, you're going to be winning flex a lot of the time. Um, so, yeah, I I was going to grab him. I have him listed pretty highly in my playoff run, not necessarily in my regular season. Philadelphia, one of the best running teams in, in the league last year. Obviously, they have some depth of position. There's going to be some carries stolen, but uh, I do think DeAndre Swift is going to have a better year going back home um, in Philly. Bummed. Bummed I couldn't snag him. Uh, team six and team eight, they like to, they want to scrap. So uh, I'm looking at my options here. Um, I think I am going to go ahead and grab a quarterback that I believe in because I don't think he's going to be there with my next pick. Um, I think Justin Herbert is every bit as good as we all think he is. I think he's going to have to throw all year to win, to compete with some of the other teams in his division um, and just the AFC in general. So I'm going to go ahead and grab a quarterback who's got a lot of really good receivers and uh, who I believe to be supremely talented, Justin Herbert. Welcome to the squad. Johnny takes Justin Herbert, and then Damian Pierce, who I could not be more out on this year, goes, followed by George Kittle, Jerry Judy, and then Kyle Pitts. And I'm disappointed in Team 10 because Jerry Judy would have been my pick. Chris Godwin is available here. Um, also a sleeper guy who I think, if he was on a team, 
there's no way I would be getting him in the fifth round mm-hmm. at the 12 spot. Dalvin Cook in the fifth. Whatever team he lands with, he's going to be getting some run. I really like that pick here. I'm going to go ahead and take Dalvin. If he was on a team, do you think he would make it to the fifth? I think it really does matter. I think it really does matter which team. Um, you know, it's from the rumors. It's narrowed down to the Bills who throw the vast majority of the time or to the Jets who are going to throw a lot more and also have Brees Hall or the the Dolphins. If he was on the Dolphins, yes. If he goes to the Dolphins, yes, I put him there for sure. And earlier, like you said. I um, am going to go ahead and lock in Dalvin. I know he doesn't have a team and it might look bad now. But if I was drafting right now and I could get Dalvin in the fifth, I would. If he's on the Dolphins, I think he's gone long before this. I think any of those. Well, maybe not the Jets, but I think Bills or or Dolphins. He goes way before the five twelve. I'm gonna stay away from him if he goes to the Bills this early, just because I don't think he's gonna see near the load that he's seen in the past. I mean, they have James Cook and Damian. Josh Allen's gonna run the ball more times than any running back there. Okay, so I'm here at the six oh one. I. Really, I have three running backs, so I'm not looking that direction right now. Um, I am going to reach a little bit. I have to do that on the turn. I'm going to grab Marquise Brown here, who I have talked about um, in previous podcasts. I know that Arizona is kind of a wasteland, but they're going to be throwing the ball so much because they're going to be behind. Um, I'm going to lock in Marquise Brown, who is a bit of a reach. It's telling me I should take Chris Godwin, and I just – don't even know who's playing quarterback there. So right. yeah. I'm, I'm going to take Marquise Brown here. A little bit of a reach, but give me the number one option in Arizona. Sure. Trevor Lawrence goes directly after my pick, and then Chris Godwin, James Connor, and Michael Pittman to Team 8. Johnny, were you thinking Michael Pittman? I wasn't. All actually. right, we all didn't right. get sniped. There I we go. I was thinking Dallas Goddard all the way, and I was like, if they, if they take him, I'm going to be upset. But you know what? It's interesting to me here, too. Dallas Goddard's available. So is Darren Waller. And I really like him. I'm not if I I would say if I was if I would have not taken a quarterback already, I would really be considering Darren Waller and partnering him with Daniel Jones down the line. Um, Since I have already taken a quarterback, I have Justin Herbert. I'm going to take who I believe to be in the best situation between these two teams. And that's Dallas Goddard. Um, but you know, something I was thinking about earlier of like, okay, you know, I haven't taken a quarterback. If, If I don't get one of the main guys that I really like, then down the pipe, being able to get Daniel Jones late and partnering him with one of his weapons like Darren Waller was on my mind. So I'm going to go ahead and take Dallas Goddard. He's my tight end. Um, it'll be interesting to see if – Darren Waller goes directly after. All right. That, that was well done by you. Mike Williams goes to Team 5, followed by Cam Akers. I uh, really wish Cam would have snuck around back to me because I think he's a potential league winner this year. And Dylan is on the clock with the 6'10". Yeah, so I was eyeballing uh, Javante Williams here, and I'm, he fell to me. I think he's going to have a bounce-back year once he gets healthy here. He was a stud before he got hurt. I think he's kind of a sleeper here going in the sixth round, so I'm going to take Javante Williams. While I don't think he will be if he is healthy and playing week one, that that very well could be the steal of the draft. Uh, Mike Evans goes right after Dylan, and then team one at the turn takes Kamara and Rashad White, and then Tyler Lockett goes to team two, putting Dylan right back on the clock. Back on the clock, I went running back last round. I'm looking, I'm looking at wide receiver here. I've got Brandon Ayuk, Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson. Um, I, I like Brandon Ayuk here. I think I'm going to go with him from the 49ers. 
A lot of mouths to feed in San Francisco, yeah. but Ayuk is an absolute stud. Christian Kirk goes right after your pick, followed by George Pickens and Deontay Johnson. So we just had a wide receiver run there, Johnny. Um, you need a, a wide receiver, but talk us through what you're thinking. You know, again, this deep in the draft, best available always has to be on your mind. Potential has to be on your mind. Um, it is a half PPR league. So, you know, I, I believe I'm missing out by not loading up on receivers. But as we mentioned before, I'm a fleet running back guy. Um, and I have some bell cows already. I have Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Alexander Madison. Um, again, I wouldn't be thinking about another running back if this wasn't a two flex league, but it is. And right now, the, the name that jumps off the page to me, and, and I will say that there, I have a, there's a receiver here who's in my top guys to be considered later that I know isn't going to make it back around to me. However, I can't help stop remembering that Jamal Williams led the league in rushing touchdowns last year on that Lions offense, and David Montgomery is an upgrade in that position. Um, I'm going to take David Montgomery a fourth running back before I take a second receiver, even though there's one on there that I really like. So, David Montgomery, welcome to the squad. Johnny takes David Montgomery, and then Isaiah Pacheco goes, followed by JSN, uh, James Cook, and my guy Quentin Johnson. So I'm on the clock here for two. Um, real quickly, uh, after I make this pick, we'll run through our teams real quick so you kind of know where we're at. I've got three running backs, two wide receivers, so I am definitely going to be picking up a wide receiver here, and there's one that sticks out above the rest. That is Tennessee wide receiver Traylon Burks. Uh, there's not a whole lot of um, passing receiving options there. Um, coming into his second year, the second year leap is a real thing at the wide receiver position, so I'm going to go ahead and draft Traylon Burks here. So my team right now consists of Nick Chubb, Stephon Diggs, Ramondre Stevenson, Lamar Jackson, Dalvin Cook, Marquise Brown, and Traylon Burks. Johnny, walk us through your team. All right, uh, so my team right now, I went Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Debo Samuel, Alexander Madison, Justin Herbert, Dallas Goddard, David Montgomery. And then my team through seven rounds is all running backs and wide receivers. It's Christian McCaffrey, Kenneth Walker, Garrett Wilson, DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, Javante Williams, and Brandon Ayuk. This podcast is sponsored by Brothers and Cards. We are a sports cards company committed to glorifying God and loving others through the sports cards hobby. Whether you're trying to rip packs, join breaks, or add to your collection, we got you covered. Go follow us on Instagram at Brothers and Cards and check out our subscription box at brothersandcards.com. Okay, so I am on the clock here with the 801. And earlier, Dylan told you how much he likes Terry McLaurin as a, a pass-catching option. Uh, he gets a huge upgrade in Eric Bieniemy, And I'm going to go with the cheaper option here to Dylan's Terry McLaurin, and I'm going to go Jahan Dotson. I think that I like offense that. is going to run through those two receivers. I think he could get a 25% target share this year. Um, so I'm going to go with the cheaper option, and I'm going to draft Jahan Dotson. A.J. Dillon goes off the board to Team 11. Team 10 takes Evan Ingram, followed by Kadarius Toney and Jordan Addison. Johnny is on the clock in the eighth round. So Jordan Addison was the receiver I mentioned with my last pick. I'm going to fight Team 8. Team 8 we're and gonna, Team 6 are we're gonna, sniping you. We're going to go at it with Team 8 because uh, I couldn't didn't think there was any chance in the world he'd make it back to me, but 
in my opinion, he's wide receiver two in Minnesota. I mean, K.J. Osborne is probably there right now. I think by the time production comes around at the end of the year, you're going to see Jordan Addison with a lot more targets, um, at least deeper targets. So the fact that I thought I could potentially get him was wild to me. Um, didn't work out. Bummer. Bummer. But uh, I also had my eye on Kadarius Tony. He was my second guy. I think he is the best weapon that Patrick Mahomes has as of right now. I think if DeAndre Hopkins ends up going there, he's going to break everybody's draft boards. But uh, Kadarius Tony was my second guy. Um, frustrated that I missed out on both of those. So I, I, I have a real quick question for Bring you, it. Johnny. Yeah. You mentioned how you would have liked to have taken Jordan Addison. Yes. Alexander Madison is already on your team. Does that Correct. deter you at all? It doesn't. It because doesn't. Because, you, you know, they can't score on the same play. Right. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand completely. But, again, uh, if you go and look how many times Kirk Cousins had one touchdown pass, that's a very short list. Yeah. Um, and, and my thing is, if I can get a touchdown out of each player, I'm winning. And so, um, again, half PPR. I think Jordan Addison is going to get a lot of targets. I think Alexander Madison is going to be the bell cow in the running back, running back you know, situation there. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't be worried about it. In fact, that I've is done generally it in the past. something I try to avoid in drafts. So just just kind of picking your mind there. Low scoring strategy. offenses for sure. I worry about it. Um, honestly, rushing offenses in general, I worry about it just because like like the Eagles will have four different running backs score and no wide receiver score. Um, yeah. I watched pretty much every Vikings game, and so like I know that Kirk's going to have two three touchdown passes every week. Most likely going to different guys. And then within that, the running back is also going to squeak in the ones that don't quite make it from the distance. So, yeah, bummed that I missed out on Jordan Addison. Bummed I missed out on Kadarius Tony. Something I did here, though, is I put myself in a situation where I absolutely need to draft a running back or a wide receiver. I'm sorry. I have no other options. Uh, I have one wide receiver. We're here in the eighth round. So what I did is I recognized how many more picks I needed between, you know, my last pick and this one, um, which was – you know, 10 picks in between. So I made on my queue in the draft, I made a list of 10 wide receivers. Um, I still feel really good about the ones that I still have in terms of production and in terms of, um, you know, opportunities. So Michael Thomas is actually at the top of that list. My gut says he might be the better one, but I don't believe in his big play potential anymore since he hasn't played in so long. Derek Carr is not necessarily the one that's going to get the most out of that either. Um, who I do really like still on my list uh, is Cortland Sutton. I believe a lot in Russell Wilson. Um, I'm going to go ahead and draft him there as my second wide receiver. I think especially since it's a half PPR, he's going to bring in a lot of production just from catching the ball. Johnny takes Cortland Sutton with the 806, followed by Brandon Cooks, Zach Charbonnet, and Antonio Gibson, which puts Dylan on the clock with the 810. So here in the eighth round, I do not have a quarterback yet. So I've been I was looking ahead here and the only pick before me in this round that didn't have a quarterback was team 10 and 8. And after they didn't pick a quarterback, I figured I would get my quarterback here and Dak Prescott. So that fell to me. I'm going to take Dak Prescott. That's a good pick right there. It's a good thing you did because team 1 would have taken um, Dak Prescott for sure. Right after you take Dak, Brian Robinson goes and then team 1 takes Deshaun Watson who is decent, but I know for a fact that Team 1 would have taken Dak, so well done by you. Good read there. Juju uh, Smith-Schuster leads off the ninth round, and then Michael Thomas goes to Team 2, putting Dylan right back on the clock with the 903. Yeah, so I'm looking here. Um, I want to go tight end, I think. The two best available are Pat Fryermuth and D uh, David Njoku. Um, I like Fryermuth more. I think uh, Cleveland's got a lot more to spread it around to than Pittsburgh does. I think uh, Kenny Pickett will lean on uh, Pat Fryermuth a little more 
then Deshaun Watson will lean on David Njoku. So I'm going to go Pat Fryermuth here. Dylan takes Fryermuth with the 903, and then Njoku goes right after. So good pick there, Dylan. Two very well done picks back to back by you. Tua goes right up, uh, right after Njoku to Team Five. Team Six takes Johnny's guy Jamal Williams, and he is back on the clock. And if he was going to take Jamal Williams, we might just stop the show right yeah. now. Yeah, no, absolutely not. There, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about him. Um, I am excited to see that Gabe Davis is still on the board. Um, couple things here about Gabe Davis. He's wide receiver two in Buffalo who throws the ball a whole lot. I mean, Gabe Davis scored a lot of touchdowns this year. He was also kind of marketed as trade bait in this offseason. Um, they obviously have kept him, and he's going to be wide receiver two there. You know, I don't know what that all entails, but I think Gabe Davis is actually a wide receiver one on a lot of squads. Um, I'm not projecting any trades or anything like that, but I think if the, that were to come, he would be going to a situation where he would get more targets, not less. Um, but I'm completely satisfied with what he has there in Buffalo. Gabe Davis, welcome to the squad. Johnny takes Gabe Davis, then Rashad Penny goes, followed by Dalton Schultz, Anthony Richardson, and then Kirk Cousins. So Richardson a Rich drafted before Kirk goes Cousins. just before Kirk, and I know that hurts Johnny's <laughs> tiny little heart over there. now? Come on. So it's funny that this is this has happened to me because another thing that I really like to do with all of my teams is create a stack. If you don't know what a stack is, you take a you take your quarterback and then you draft one of his receivers and the best available wide receivers right now. And they're all there. Zay Flowers <laughs> and Rashad Bateman. So I'm going to pick the guy that I like more and that is Rashad Bateman. So I'm going to complete my Baltimore stack. If if you can stack Lamar with Mark Andrews, that is the ultimate Baltimore stack, but I'm going to go ahead and take the cheaper option in Rashad Bateman. And now I need to fill out my running back room a little bit. So I am going to take the starting running back for the Chicago Bears, and I know it's going to be full, and I know Justin Fields is going to snipe some of those yards and touchdowns um, in the red zone, but I'm going to draft Khalil Herbert here. Starting running back in the 10th round, I don't, I can't pass that up. Jamison Williams, who is suspended to start the year, goes to Team 11, followed by Samaj P. Ryan, the Denver running back, and then Zay Flowers, who was in contention for me instead of Rashad Bateman. And then Devin A. Chain goes to Team 8 just before Johnny. Johnny, walk us through what you're thinking here in the 10th round. We're getting deep. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're looking at backups in every single position, so I want to find a guy who I think, you know, is a start-worthy a start worthy play. If there's an injury, um, you know, or a bye week on a bye week, you know he's going to fill in that gap. I'm astounded to see that Aaron Rodgers is still available this late. I mean, I know his ADP um, – is, is 113, like I get it. But, uh, you know, as far as the guys that we looked at, especially in week 15, um, as we as we looked at, you know, our, our rankings for guys in the playoffs, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was one of my top guys uh, in the playoffs. And so I'm going to happily pick him here. He might start just as many games based on matchups as my starting quarterback. I, I'm going to have to choose between Justin Herbert or Aaron Rodgers with all his new weapons. Um, I'm happy to make that pick in the 10th round. After you take your backup quarterback, Daniel Jones goes right after, followed by Odell Beckham Jr. and the new toy in Buffalo, Dalton Kincaid. And Dylan is on the clock in the 10th round. Okay, so I'm here. I've got my starting lineup filled out, so I'm looking for my bench players to fill in. I'm uh, One thing I like to do is pay attention to the hype, the hype on Twitter, 
and who's 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 doing well in the training camp, mini camps. Beat reporters. Yeah, check check on the beat reporters. Pay attention to those guys. And one thing that's been happening recently is uh, Elijah Moore's been making some cool catches at practice, and there, it looks like they're uh, incorporating him really well early on. So I'm going to go with Elijah Moore from Cleveland. Dylan takes Elijah Moore with the 10-10. Alan Lazard goes to Team 2. And then Team 1 with back-to-back picks goes Jacoby Myers and Cole Komet. Elijah the Missile Mitchell goes to Team 2 just before Dylan, and he is back on the clock in the 11th round. So looking at my roster here, I've got a few more wide receivers than running backs, so I'm looking at a running back here. And um, I like Damian Harris. I think he's uh, underrated. He had some injuries last year, and Stevenson kind of filled the role there and took his job from him. But I think Damian Harris is still – he's still young. I think he's still got some in the tank. And I think the starting job in Buffalo is pretty wide open right now. At I think back. he's the starter. So I'm going to go with Damian Harris here. That's a good pick in the 11th round. Right after you take Harris, Jarek McKinnon goes, followed by Adam Thielen and Devin Singletary, putting Johnny on the clock in the 11th round with the 7th pick. Yeah, you know, some options and some names that are coming up. Um, you know, I, I keep wondering, like, what this is going to be. And, you know, you mentioned stacks earlier uh, with getting guys on the same team, quarterbacks can throw to receivers. Because um, they can score on the same play. They can right. score on the same play. <laughs> I totally get it. Um, something that, you know, again, we're getting in the later rounds. We only have three picks left. Um, something that I've done in the past when we get to these later rounds is draft backup running backs. Uh, it's actually worked out for me well. I almost have always grabbed Alexander Madison at this point in the draft. Um, I know I did in our league last year. Um, and so I'm kind of looking for those, like, sneaky opportunities that a guy that's in an RB1, RB2 situation that could be an RB1 and there's another situation where we have a guy that's not on a team right now, um, but but very well could be, you know, in in a in in today, like any day. Um, and that's Ezekiel Elliott. You know, he was a starting running back in the league last year, and although he might not have lived up to expectations, he has all the potential in the world. You could circle probably a dozen names of running backs that are going to get a lot of run this year that he's better than. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a long shot pick, but that's what we're doing with our last three picks. I'm going to take Ezekiel Elliott. Johnny takes Zeke, and then Chig Quanaquo goes to Team 8, and then Geno Smith, Jared Goff, Goff, and Darnell Mooney putting me on the clock for two picks. I still need my starting tight end, and this is the guy that I have been drafting a lot because I like to punt the tight end position, and that is a year two tight end in, a, in what projects to be a high-powered offense. And Sean Payton... Loves the tight ends. If you remember Jimmy Graham, how good he was for all those years. So give me Greg Dulcich. I'm going to fill out my tight end spot there. And like these guys have talked about, I have two picks left. So I am just trying to fill out my roster here, trying to find some depth. And I am going to take uh, Miami running back Raheem Mostert here. That's kind of up in the air who the starter is going to be. Um, it could be Mostert if they bring in Dalvin. I've already got him, so I'm not worried about that. So give me Raheem Mostert here, filling out my my running back room. Deonta Foreman goes just after my pick, and then Jonathan Mingo, who I also really like, rookie receiver in Carolina. Tyler Algier to Team 9, and then Mr. Unlimited. Russell Wilson goes to Team 8, putting Johnny on the clock. Yeah, you know, tough choice. I think there's a couple really good options here. Um, I uh, am real confident that one of these is surely not going to be on the board. Uh, but there's another guy that I kind of like 
a little bit more. Um, I think it's really interesting that wide receiver Rasheed Rice is ranked higher than Sky Moore in these rankings. Um, he's a rookie going to the best quarterback in the league. We talked about him in episode one. I'd actually not really heard of him until Tyler brought him up in episode one, and I did my research and fell in love. Um, I like Rasheed Rice a lot. Um, the top-rated wide receiver right now is Tyler Boyd. I love him being Joe Burrow's third guy. I think if I had Joe Burrow on my team, it would be a no-brainer, but I don't. Um, and I'm going to go with the probably third weapon for Patrick Mahomes over the third weapon for Joe Burrow, even though he's proven. Rasheed Rice, welcome to the squad. Johnny takes Rasheed Rice, and then Tyler Higby goes to Team 6, followed by Kendra Miller and Tyler Boyd to Team 4, putting Dylan on the clock with his second-to-last pick. Okay, so I'm looking here. I really wanted uh, Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller got sniped from me here. I like the rookie outlook on that. Uh, I think that starting running back job in New Orleans is – or uh, backup running back job in New Orleans is pretty wide open there between Jamal Williams and him. So I'm going to look at best available. Rondell Moore is best available. But I think I want to go uh, more towards a running back here. And I'm going to take a shot on another rookie, uh, Roshan Johnson from Chicago. Love that pick by Dylan there. Kyler Murray and then Bryce Young goes off the board to teams two and one, respectively. Team one finishes out their draft with Tank Bigsby. And then team two taking Gerald Everett. And Dylan is on the clock with his last overall pick. So last pick here, uh, one thing Tyler mentioned was the stacks. So one thing I want to do here with my last pick is try to get a stack in with my quarterback, Dak Prescott. I've got Michael Gallup available. I'm hoping for a bounce back year after his injury last year, getting back. So hopefully he's back healthier than ever here. And go to Michael Gallup. Good pick there by Dylan. That's a cheap stack on his end. Rondale Moore, who Dylan mentioned, goes right after. And then Michael Mayer, the new Las Vegas tight end, goes to Team 5. Team 6 takes Zay Jones, putting Johnny on the clock with his last pick. Johnny, where's your mind at? Yeah, again, you're looking for backups that could potentially um, fill in that spot if an injury were to happen. Um, I know the Bills just got Dalton Kincaid. Um, he's a stud but he's also going to be a rookie. Rookie and, tight ends are bad. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's exactly what I was getting ready to say. And so Dawson Knox still being on the board, uh, kind of crazy to me. Um, but with my last pick, I'm going to get a surefire tight end uh, as my backup to Dallas Goddard. So welcome to the squad, Dawson Knox. Red zone machine, Dawson Knox goes to Johnny with his last pick. And then Jalen Hyatt goes to Team 8. Jeff Wilson to Team 9. Team 10 takes Sam Laporta, the Detroit Tight end, and then Jalen Warren goes to Team 11, and I am on the clock here, and it is a no-brainer. I think Sky Moore could take an absolute leap this year. Johnny mentioned Rasheed Rice to his team. If it is Sky Moore, I've hit the lottery with the last pick in my draft, so give me Sky Moore. I like it. Close it out, Johnny. Yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. I'm sure we're going to do that again, whether we do it for a full episode or just as content to put on our YouTube channel, Instagram, whatever it is, please go follow us at Week 15 Podcast on Instagram. Also want to give a special shout-out to Cross America as we're hanging out here in the studio. Just always a blessing to be in here. Um, facilities are amazing. Whether you're trying to, you know, get some good coffee or good lunch down at Downing Thomas or, uh, you know, get some good work done in a quiet place or make your own podcast like we're doing here in the studio, Cross America is an incredible place here in Kokomo. Great asset for the community. So a huge shout-out to them. Um, guys, we're going to see you next week with another episode. We'll kind of break down some of the grades from this as well as talk about some new topics. Dylan, 
Thank you so much for coming, dude. Thanks for joining awesome us. Awesome job. Yeah. yeah thanks work. for having me, guys. I want to say I'm proud of you guys for doing this, and I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Tyler, any other words of wisdom before we leave the people? Yeah. Uh, tell us what you think about our teams on the socials. Yeah, absolutely. We'll post them. You can grade them. Thanks, guys. See you next time.